Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Auto Trader Podcast. My name is Wandile Sishi and once again I'm joined by the Auto Trader CEO, Mr. George Mini, for another show. How was your weekend, George? Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Why, why do people ask how was the weekend and not how was your week? Well, how's your week going? I mean, it's the second day, you know? I just want to wanna, <laughs> I wanna get a full experience. About weekend was it. good. Um, yeah, I mean, weekends are, weekends are generally a good, good time. You've got you to gotta, you gotta rest at some point. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, you've got you to also kind of give it horns for... Can a CEO really rest in this day and age? <sighs> no. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, I'm I'm accustomed to yeah. working more than forty hours a week, and I think mm. it comes from my university days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where I was working forty hours a week, uh, studying thirty hours a week. So I'm I'm accustomed to you know like a seventy hour week. I feel that. Um, yeah, I think I've experienced a lot of that as well. And if you do that for long enough, yeah, and becomes you, part of your life. becomes part of what you just naturally do. You know? I definitely won't be resting this weekend because, as you know, the F1 is uh, it's finally back. Can't yeah. wait, Bahrain, hey? Bahrain GP, uh, one of the fastest tracks, um, and it's going to be the brand new car. Seeing them for the first time racing, so a birdie, little birdie, told me that um, uh, Red Bull might have been hustling a little bit. Hustling who? With no, the FIA? It might have been no, no. They might have been holding back a little bit because the last uh, practice session or um, yeah. or testing session, they were blisteringly fast. They were, but I mean, in the last testing session, BMW, I mean, Mercedes-Benz did come with a brand new car, so. What are you telling me that that's the reason they failed? Um, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens this weekend. I don't want to do, I don't want to, you know, speculate anything. I think it's still kind of early. Yeah. Um, well, any, anything's possible, and I'm, I'm, I'm personally hoping that, uh, um, that it's a close race. Let's hope. Um, let's hope it's a close race. Who, Anyways. Do you, do you think there's a third horse in that race? Uh, for sure, Ferrari. Um, I didn't they might even be the they might even be the black horse, the one that's gonna Steal show him off. Yeah, yeah. Let's just wait and see. But I think it's gonna be a, a brilliant season, regardless. You're telling me I changed uh, who I support for nothing. You might have just because <laughs> I decided this year I'm supporting Verstappen in yeah. the Red Bull, and I've never <laughs> done that before. It's always been Ferrari. Yeah. But the Ferrari drivers have just disappointed me so much since Schumacher. Yeah. I mean, even Leclerc. Like I thought Leclerc was the next flipping wonder boy. He was supposed to be. He and he's not. He's let's, just let's, let's blame his vehicle. I think he's still got the stuff. Let's just okay. wait and see. Let's wait and see. Okay. Anyway, so in today's episode, we are doing the tire episode. So we'll just be unpacking a little bit of the tire prices uh, that we're currently experiencing as a nation. So are we being shortchanged? Next, we'll just unpack. I don't know if you know about this, but there was a tire company collision probe that's been going on about for of the last month. Uh, so we'll unpack what's happened there. And then lastly, we'll just unpack how to know when your tires aren't safe anymore. So off the cuff, do you think consumers are being shortchanged? Have you experienced some sort of, you know, over the years, a change in tire prices? Um, I would, I would say no. And, uh, yeah. and, the, and the, reason I, the reason I say that is, um, you know, um, generally uh, you, you replace tires on a normal passenger vehicle maybe yeah. every what 30 to 40,000 kilometers um, you know depending on how you drive what types of tires you got uh, mm-hmm. um, on the car um, you know so so everybody has to replace tires during the life of the ownership of their car at some point yeah but if you take on average if you buy a car with with new tires on it yeah. And uh, you're probably going to buy at least one set of tires for that car, right? Yeah. You keep a car for maybe five years. 
Okay. So you're really only seeing the price every five years. Maybe okay. three. Maybe three, 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 every three, three, five, yeah, three right. five years, yeah. Is that a big enough uh, reason to really notice a price increase? You know, so so if you have a, an inflationary related price increase in tires, let's say yeah. let's say one tire costs uh, you know one thousand rand, right? Yeah. Um, and and you have a let's say a five percent increase, by the time when you replace those tires, it's going to look like a fifteen or twenty percent increase. I hear what you're saying, but I think fair is fair, and that's what we're going to be discussing a little bit. Is regardless of if it's a incremental change that nobody can notice. It's it's problematic when it's more than what the market is supposed to be paying, what the world is paying. Um, that's where I have a problem. So I I, I almost one hundred percent agree with you. Just because tires are so expensive, I think they are the most important part of a vehicle. Well, you got to you got to take them on a relative basis too, right? Yeah. So so how many of them are imported? How many brands are imported? How many are manufactured locally? Yeah. How much of the raw materials are imported versus? Uh, dug up or or, yeah. or or gotten locally because yeah. you know the 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 stuff up in our economy can also contribute to uh, uh, to price increases. You know, if you have to import raw materials, yeah. like look at what's happened to steel prices in the last two months. I was going to say even car prices. Car prices the same thing. As soon as you have a premium brand that tries to even collude or increase the price, it's going to be the east that's going to come and. Provide up exactly. So the same part in, a, in, a, in the world today, um, the chances of price collusion, I think, is very slim. It's it's <laughs> it's it's very yeah. slim unless you get, you know, uh, unless you take advantage of some sort of regulatory uh, yeah. uh, element, you know, where there's only a certain number of licenses or, or something of that nature, where all the license holders can yeah. collude. Um, I, I I think it's very difficult in a, in a commoditized product like a tire. <laughs> There's so many different options. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's a really, it's really a commoditized bizarre. product. It's like it's like colluding with the price of baked beans, in my opinion. I'm going to tell you how they did it, and I think it was how if, they did if, it. If allegedly, oh, I think it's important. I don't, I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't think there's a foregone conclusion. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, so let's not let's not say that for sure. It is alleged, but anyways, let's give some data and some context into this. So in 2021, there was about a 3.3 percent increase in tire prices. Um, you may think. That's actually a little bit lower than inflation um, in the last year, I would say. It's a lot lower than inflation. Yeah. So I could, inflation was running at what, 5, 5.5%? 5.5, yeah, yeah, almost 6%. Then if you look at, for instance, fuel, that went up 41%, uh, 42% in the same period. And that's pretty much the culprit of every price increase. And you go into consumer goods and you have you know, baked beans, which have also gone up by 20%. Sunflower also gone up by 30%. You know, the chicken, 12%. And then you get the 3%. Is this still something that people should be like screaming about, in your opinion? Because people are. Um, so, what are the ingredients in a tire? Um, so, I I should know this. <laughs> well, we know we can search for it. It's like <laughs> yeah, so the, so the raw, mater- raw materials in, in tire yeah. is uh, natural rubber, synthetic yeah. rubber, carbon black, and oil. Mm. Okay, so so that's the point I wanted to get to is is uh, the rubber compound um, um, comes from a tree, obviously, but there is oil involved in the manufacturing process. Yeah. Okay. What and has happened to the price of oil? It's just gone up by a lot. So so you know a, a a single digit price increase by a tire manufacturer in the face of every other raw material going up significantly. I'm on the side of tire companies here. 
I think I don't know. I feel like a journalist right now because I was I was up all night just like trying to figure out. Well, I mean, let's have Sherlock the debate. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out, am I being cheated on my ties? Because mm. I'm in I'm in the process of buying new ties, so I want to you know. I mean, flipping sweet potatoes gone up sixteen point nine percent. That's just ludicrous. Everything has gone up, but I mean, chocolates gone up seventeen <laughs> percent. Chocolates. Let's talk about the most expensive tires a little bit. Wine has even gone up <laughs> less than chocolate, which has gone up 13%. You know, you can drink more wine than chocolate. Everything has gone up. Tires 3.3%. So, hey, I don't know. I don't know, you know, where you stand in it, but I'm, I'm here to investigate and find out what's the, what's the real cause. Um, but yeah, most expensive tires. Do you, uh, do you want to take a guess on what, um, that could potentially be? Um, yeah. I mean, if I had to think about the various vehicles on the road, let's go all vehicles. Period. Yeah, I mean, does you got to ask yourself, does size play a role? Does. Okay. So, you know, can you really compare a earth-moving equipment tire mm. to a car tire? You probably can't. No. Uh, in relation to the, just the sheer amount of rubber used in that tire. So, so, uh, so I think it's very difficult to compare. Um, um, but I would say uh, the most expensive tire is probably on – these abnormal yeah. load vehicles something. because because I would say the tire has to carry a lot more weight. So that's exactly it. You hit, you hit it. And you've I, been in the I, business for too long. And I have <laughs> not read anything. <laughs> anything. Yeah, no, no. I it was just really my own logic. But guess how much it is for one. Just one tire on one of these abnormal. I'll tell you the name of the, the vehicle. It's a front loader. Um, it's one of those giant earth movers essentially. Um, and one tire. Guess how much it costs? One tire on a giant earth-moving machine, which I'm assuming the tire is like the size uh, of this room. Really, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm assuming the tire is almost two, three meters high, yeah. uh, or, or a diameter. Um, so, so that could be about seven times, eight <laughs> times, maybe ten times the size of a car tire. So, if I take a car tire at five grand, um, eighty grand. Nine hundred and sixty-three. Frickin' hell! <laughs> Thousand rand. So it does. Economies of scale is not really a, for one tire. For one tire, and they have a million the, rand. A million rand per for tire. One of those tires. Look, they are extremely robust. Um, you probably have to replace them every like ten years or something. And they don't. They're not racing. You know, they're moving slowly, just kind of getting grip. But a million rand. The most expensive car tire though goes to the Bugatti Veyron, mm. for one hundred and fifty-one thousand per tire. So if you're changing the tires on those cars, you're going for what about six hundred thousand rand per tire change. So it does get in you know, it does get really expensive, but these are extremely high performance vehicles and we shouldn't use those as kind of a you know, the benchmark of how much tire costs have, have gone. Well I mean I don't think it's the Bugatti Veyron that drives the price of the Bugatti Veyron's tire. No, those it are specially made tires. Specially made tires. Yeah. Um uh, uh, for the Bugatti, and you can put it on other cars as well. You can, um, you know. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so it's not a it's not a Bugatti tire. Well, the Bugatti <clears> tires <throat> are made specifically for the Bugatti. For Bugatti, yeah. But um, but what I'm saying is, it's it's. Can uh, put it on I suppose you could put it on another vehicle. It's got standard yeah. size. Yeah, you know, Bugatti is two forty five six ninety R five twenties. Very so, wide. Yeah. Um, they are Michelin Pilot Sports. 
Um, so and they are run flats. So made know, by Michelin. Made by Michelin, oh, okay. specifically for Bugatti. Literally, Bugatti was like, "We need a new tire." It happens all the time. Porsche does it. Um, no, that's fair enough. These companies, yeah. Um, you know, so so chances are you're not going to be able to put that tire on another car. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it's 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 a it's a tire at the end of the day. Interesting to know that these tires are more expensive than Formula One tires or even airplane tires. So how much is a Formula One tire? Formula One tire goes for a cool twenty two thousand rand a piece. And these are before you do like inflation, before you do export, none of that. So it's base price. Um, if you had to go to them at the factory, essentially. Mm. So yeah, tires can get expensive, but fortunately we don't have to worry about that, which is nice. Anyways, let's talk about this probe that I was alluding to. Do you have any idea of some context of what happened? No, actually, I, uh, um, I have not looked into this. Um, at all, uh, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Maybe because uh, I am. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I've, like, I like I, I believe in the in the in the good nature of people, and um, you know, so 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 tell me what uh, what what's what's going on here? I'm going to give you the full laydown uh-huh. as the conspiracy theorist. Okay. So between 1999 and 2007, um, allegedly, I want to just point that out. The four big tire manufacturers in South Africa being. Goodyear, Dunlop, which is now called the Polar Tires, Continental and Bridgestone were having secret meetings. Okay? And these meetings were being held at Oratomba by the, the MDs, essentially, of, of the business. Um, with a few people who were there taking notes here and there. Uh, nothing major. But these were kind of flagged as just coffee dates. Nothing. It wasn't official. It was just a coffee meeting at, at the airport. Now, what came out of this, or, or what has come out of it, rather, um, over were the these alleged years, meetings, or did they actually happen? These meetings happened. Okay. However, what happened during those meetings is what's up for discussion. What the tribunal is kind of trying to figure out. So this is at the competitions commission. At the at the, yeah. So this, I think, beginning of February, that's when there was a ninety-day sort of hearing. Where okay. They were hearing all of this, and let me just stipulate that this de- this did happen about a decade ago. So yeah. it's not still happening. Um, but essentially, uh, what came out of it, or so what's coming out of the woodwork now, is they were meeting and essentially deciding, okay, Dunlop, it's your turn. You need to raise your prices about 5%. And then we all kind of follow suit. Now, is, this, is, this, is this what they've been accused of? This is what they're being accused of. Okay. Very important. This is not kind of De facto. set in stone. Yes. yes. However, um, I think it was in 2008, Apollo and Bridgestone essentially, they admitted to, to doing this. And I think it was Apollo Tires or Dunlop at the time. They paid a 45 million rand fine because of this exact accusation. Mm-hmm. Um, is that an admission of guilt? I'm not too sure. But it's definitely an admission that something was not completely legal, if that makes sense. Um, and... You know, in fair points now during the hearing, they did have some people who came up to kind of testify. And there's some inklings and, and, and details that are just not, you know, they're proving it to be incorrect. So, for instance, they said one of the MDs was, was working for the company. He only joined 16 months later. So, at this point, it is really just allegations. But it, it does make you think um, because, you know, specifically Dunlop and Bridgestone, they were like, Hey, I think, you know, I think we're going to pay the fines or we're going to get the immunity. I think Bridgestone got immunity because they came with some information. But it's, it's, it's still happening. So right now, Continental is still sort of, and Goodyear, I think it is, are still, um, at the hearings trying to clear their names. But it makes you think. 
Well, I mean, like I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and uh, um, um, you know, it's uh, whether 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 this is true or whether it's not true. <clears throat> what effect does it have on? You know, tire prices today. I mean, what, what is what what is the what is the ultimate outcome here? Um, you know, a fine or it's probably know, gonna be a fine, yeah. Um, you know, so 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 at the end of the day it's like it's so long ago. It is a very, very um competitive market. Um as soon as you increase your prices, there's gonna be somebody else who sees an opportunity to provide something else. So it's still within the consumer's power, in my opinion, um, to make a decision of what tire they'll be using. Um but look, I've always used, I'm not going to say which brand, but one of these four brands always. I still trust them. I'm still always going to use them. I've been happy with, with their tires. The fact that it hasn't been increasing at a 10%, 20%. Well, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big Continental and Michelin fan. Yeah. Um, you know, I believe in their, in the quality of their tires. Uh, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and I've used Goodyear before. Yeah. Um, you know, Goodyear, Goodyear makes a really good tire. So, so I, I mean, I, I just, I did some Googling before the show to see what are the price increases of the, of the manufacturers or, or should I say the tire suppliers in the country been over the years? And it doesn't seem to have been significant. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, that is a, a really like, you know, a big, um, a, a, a big flag to say, well, pri- t- prices of tires have not gone up above inflation or they doesn't seem to have gone up yeah. above inflation, which, you know, which kind of means that everything else, the price of oil has gone up significantly. Uh, our brand has depreciated significantly. There's probably a lot of imported yeah. raw materials here. Um, you know, is this really just shooting into the wind? Who decides what's the price of tires? Uh, should it not the be market. the Okay. In my opinion, any, any, any price of anything is mm. determined by an economic environment. And if the market is still paying the prices in a scenario where let's not even, let's off the tires, for instance, um, you have a product and you can, do you think if you keep putting up the price and the market still wants to buy it, it's okay? It, it is, right? Well, um, you know, if you keep putting up the prices of something, right, and, uh, and somebody else comes in with an equal product, at a lower price, mm. guess what's going to happen? Market's going to switch hands. Market's mm. going to switch, mm. um, especially if it's a commoditized product, mm. um, and as as you know, and and, and it's as safe. Um, you know, you've got to prove all those things out so the product is equal. Um, the market is going to switch. There's going to be no flipping doubt about that. So, so there's there's very few companies in the world that can, you know. Uh, have have that kind of power of grip, yeah, on the uh, market, yeah. Um, of the market. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, I was reading that um, whilst I was doing this this tire probe uh, story, I was reading that the the eastern um, tire companies they flooding the market now with their with their own, with their own tires, which are basically the same quality. Um, obviously, they're not specialized in this scenario where there's like a Bugatti, for instance. But you know, and the market is switching hands. It's exactly look at what happened with the Haval Jolium. Yeah. Yeah. Well made car, reasonable price point, sweeping the floor. I have a sneaking suspicion, maybe for another show, but there's another car that's coming out, also from China. Mm. Um, I was having a discussion with one of our journalists, and he predicts that it's going to be the next big thing. Electric car? It's not electric now. Not electric. Yeah. Okay. I mean, let's see. I've all Jolian kind of, uh, you know, took the market by storm. So, um, 
Yeah. Uh, who's to say this one won't? Who's, who's to say this one won't? But but again, it's a it's a reasonable product competing at a, a level of quality um, at yeah. a lower price point. And guess what the market does? Look at what what happened. Okay. Um, the market switches. So so you know anybody who thinks that. Uh, um, a company has ultimate power over the market is mistaken in my opinion. I agree. I agree. I was a conspiracy theorist, but now I may have been proven. Maybe, maybe I'm. Well, I don't know. I mean, you, you never know what goes on behind closed doors. So. Look, it's an interesting, I think it's an interesting story. It's, it's still happening. So we'll, we'll see how, you know, what comes out. And I think it's important that people know that this was almost a decade ago. Now it's, you know, things are not the same. Um, but it's, it's interesting to see that these things still can come out. You, you never, you can't, you can't always hide your secrets, uh, whether you like it or not, they all come out. So, uh, so talking about tires, I mean, safety, uh, yeah. around, uh, around tires, because, you know, you spoke about, um, you know, Eastern brands flooding the market. Um, mm-hmm. you know, is that necessarily a bad thing? Uh, you know, what are, what are the um, tires are the most one of the most important things that you drive Agreed. on? What uh, uh, what have you uncovered when it comes to you know, tire safety and? So I think the big there's, I think there's three different things that um, have been kind of spotlighted by a journalist. Um, so the things that are going to ensure that your tires are safe to drive on is damage. Um, so essentially, this is the thing that costs drivers the most money um, is damage to the tire. So potholes, nails. Those sort of things, and it's important to look at your tires every single day before you drive them. If those things are there, um, if there is a nail, it's very difficult to kind of like every single day climb underneath your car and inspect the tire. You can't see the inside of the tire. One hundred percent. I don't do it myself. I'm fortunate that my car does tell me what's happening with my tires. Um, but take a look. I mean, you can see if it's got visible damage and it's not roadworthy. Mm. I, I, I would even, you know, kind of raise my hand and say I think most of the Accidents on the road are because of of tires. Mm. Um, if your tires were and outside of speed, of course, if your tires were roadworthy, you could avoid many many casualties and potentially just an accident for yourself. Um, so just take a look at your tires and see if there's any visible damage at the at the bare minimum. Well, I think I mean one of the things that uh, that that is a good idea to do is if you have a look from the back end of your car, if you just take a couple of steps back, you can see the uneven wear on the tread of the of the tire. And uh, a lot of the time, you you don't notice the inside wear. So yes. if the if the tire is wearing on the inside more than it's wearing on the outside, and uh, and if you if you just take a look at the, the 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 evenness of the wear of the tire, you will you will be able to tell whether that tire is going to become a problem because you might have tread on the outside. Yeah, you might not have tread on the inside. That happened to me the last time I changed my tires when they took them out. The inside was completely destroyed. It's the part that you don't see. You yeah. see, and if you take a step back and just go down on your on your haunches and just have a look, you'll see the you'll see the tire wear uneven. And then when you're driving, yeah. I think um, if anything happens, if you hit a pothole, just stop and take a look. Well, just stop safely, obviously. But uh, the next time you stop your car, yeah, just make sure you have a look at that tire that hit that pothole, because um, your rim could be damaged. Mm-hmm. You know the force that goes through the tire, and then uh, and then and then ends up. Um, you know that energy goes into the rim mm-hmm. um, because as the as the tire falls into the pothole, the tire absorbs the energy, 
and uh, and that energy is transferred to the rim. Sometimes the rim can get damaged, mm. and with the rim being damaged, mm. you then uh, you then risk uh, further damage to, to the, the tire. tire. Mm. Um, so, and then the biggest, I think, the biggest um, uh, danger with tires is not damage to the actual tread part of the tire. If you get a, a, a nail or a screw or a, or yeah. a puncture in the tread part of the tire, that can be repaired. Yeah. You cannot repair a hole in the sidewall of the tire. Mm. That's just not possible to repair. Don't even try. Okay. Well, in summary, is there any sort of um, tire, I don't know, um, what's it called? Um, <laughs> I'm losing my words here. Based on the advice that you give to people, like how soon should you actually be looking at at your tire? Um, um, so, so tires obviously have uh, their useful life um, is very dependent on the tire tread, right? Yeah. Um, and most people will drive the tire to uh, to its to end, the end before life, yeah. before the time period expires. And uh, um, you know you shouldn't you shouldn't drive a tire for lo- on a tire for longer than about ten years. Okay, so um, we have here basically is essentially between eighty thousand and one hundred twenty thousand k's is the average lifespan of a tire. <clears throat> um, don't let it get to that point. I wouldn't advise it at least. It's a little bit high, I think. Um, um, you know, when you get into the likes of sports cars, softer tires, yeah, um, you're going to be like under. You're going to be under eighty thousand k's, um, maybe fifty or sixty. I yeah. think so. Uh, so eighty to one twenty, you're going to get eighty or ninety thousand kilometers on a uh, double cab four by four Bucky tire. So a harder compound, yeah. lasts for longer. Uh, car tires, I think it's going to be it's going to be less. And then, uh, so if you're doing twenty, thirty thousand kilometers a year, yeah, um, you can see that that those tires are going to last three to five years. And then it's my three to five year uh, argument right in the beginning. Yeah, look, it doesn't have to just go to one of these stores, one of these tire companies. And they can do a quick, quick check of your tires and make sure that they're okay. Doesn't take that long. I'd say annually, annually like you do, issue. like a dentist appointment. Just yeah. take your car to, you know, one of the tire companies and uh, get them to put it on a lift and just inspect it. One hundred percent. That's pretty much all the time that we have today. This was a tire episode. Thank you so much, George, for joining us again. And yeah, any last words? Huh, hopefully, for Stepping wins on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs>